Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Casa's podcast. You dim some, you lose some. Today's episode is about being gay, or more like being queer, but it's funnier to say gay. Um, I'm Trace. I'm the membership chair. I use he, they pronouns, and I'm a gender studies and psychology double major. Uh, I can go next. I'm Renelle. Um, she, her, hers. I am EVP, and I'm studying bioproducts and biosystems engineering. Okay, I can go next. Um, I'm Abby. She, her, hers. I am president, and I am an MIS and supply chain and Chinese major. It's me. My name is Kay. I use she, her pronouns. I am our internal vice president this year, and I am a psychology major. Woo! Yay! We are all the gay people on board, I think. I think. We are all of the, yeah. The out people on board. As suppose. far as yeah. we know. As yeah. far, yeah, as far as we know, we're the gay people on board. Mm-hmm. So maybe someday more people will join us. Yes. True. Mm-hmm. What Sunday? Huh? What did you say? What? Oh. Maybe someday. Oh, and they said Sunday, and I was just like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, are we having a coming out day next Sunday? I thought it was going to be a religious joke. I was like, what? Sunday? <laughs> Imagine sending all your friends a GCAL invite and it just says like I'm coming out, but it's like, but you can't you can't know before it happens. But I'm just sending you the GCAL invite so you block the time off. Incredible. All right. Does anyone have a question that they want to go into with a burning passion? I mean, should we just go over like I guess the basics first i know we kind of like labels are weird but do we just want to like go through and talk about how we are queer or how we are gay that would make sense i like that as well yeah otherwise i can just keep guessing what kind of gay we (laughs) (laughs) guess what gay casa board is (laughs) yeah i don't know i can just go first i guess um so uh, for the, I guess, identities slash labels that I hold, I would say that I am asexual and unsure about the romantic part of it. Thought I was by romantic for a while. Realized, like, I don't think I would ever date a girl just because of, like, weird shit going around in my mind and the way I was raised. But also, I, like, don't really give a shit about people's genders. So then I was like, you know, Maybe I'm just, I'm pan romantic, but like homophobic. I don't know. Like, I don't don't know what's going on with me. Internalized homophobia got hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're pinning me down. They have me in a chokehold. Anyway, so yeah, so I am ace, or maybe I might be demi. Honestly, don't really know. All I know is that sometimes I hear like hookup stories or like people talking about how they're like oh my god that person's so hot or like I'm so like jazzed about going to have sex with them and I'm like oh what like I think you might have been roofied like people don't do that I don't think but they do and that's really weird so that's just my nutshell of who I am I just don't understand people or myself 
Yeah. Really, that's that's, that's, that's the gay please. agenda. Yeah. Nobody knows anything. Everyone is dumb. <laughs> Do we know what we are? Maybe? Question? We're trying our best, but it's not very good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can go next. Um, I mean, like, first off, like, gender-wise, like, I think transmasculine is the best word, but also considering aspects of gender fluid and stuff like that because gender is a stupid little bitch and I want to kick its ass yeah um, yeah I'm not gonna win though that shit that shit tough <laughs> um um yeah and then I like people people are pretty cool uh recently been like getting into like oh maybe I am bi um or I wouldn't say pan, but like bi in the sense of attracted to more than one gender um, and not like in the only men and women way. Uh, I don't think pan because I do think people's gender like matters to me in terms of attraction. Um, And oh, to clarify, before that, I thought I was just gay. So I just liked men. But now I'm like, hmm women are pretty cool and also men are kind of fucking dog shit i'm not gonna lie so true True. i'm a little bit jaded at this point Mm. but yeah and then i would also say i'm somewhere along the both of the asexual and aromantic spectrums but like not like uh complete lack of attraction for either just you know somewhere along the spectrum where it's I would say, like, recently I've been thinking, like, Ace Flux, so it's, like, it changes depending on the day. Because, like, you know, some days it's just, like, uh, no. And other days it's, like, hmm, perhaps. That is all for me. Talent. Yeah. Woo. 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 Okay. I'll yeah, go. Do you want to go? Okay. I can go. LOL. Um, so, by considering arrow or lesbian, because I've had some things going on where I'll be like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a lesbian, but, um, but maybe I'm arrow because I don't know if I've ever had a crush on anyone unprompted. And by unprompted, I mean someone go, who, who have crush? And I go, this person would be the most likely, but I don't know. And then I develop a crush on them, but it's not really anything. Like, it's more like I almost make myself feel it and then make myself, like, like them in a way. And I'm like, hmm, maybe? I don't know. But for right now, um, bi is probably the most, like, comfortable I feel, I would say, because the rest of them, I'm like, I don't know enough about this to claim to be this and I feel like when you claim to be something you kind of represent and I don't know if I know enough to be a representative of any of them but blah 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 but anyways um yeah and then lesbian it's like uh I don't think about men <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe but um I could be the lesbian master doc but I probably will never because being an actual lesbian might scare me lol understandable yeah and yeah those are all my identities i think okay um 
I feel like I identify as of right now, currently just as bi, but like scared of women because I don't know, it's intimidating. And the social construct of straightness has really just recently un- like not taken a hold of me as tightly as previously. So I'm like, yeah, I am bi and I'm fine talking about it, but am I fine interacting with a woman on a romantic or sexual level? Who Who's to say? Mm-hmm. You know? So true. So true. And so what we learned, oh, sorry. No, you're good. Mm-hmm. My next thing was that like, I feel like especially on a sexual level, because for like straight men, just like blanket statement, straight man, or even like by anyone who is like male or identifies as like male, I feel like I'm totally fine just like having sex with them. But then for like women, I'd have to be like, I need to know you because it's so scary already. Understandable. Understandable. I was gonna say, I was like, from what I've learned, just all of us are afraid of women. Yeah, we're we're, in, we're intrigued but afraid. Mhm. They just seem so cool and so nice and so pretty, and it's like, I wish, I really wish, and maybe, <laughs> maybe someday. 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 Just like the meme, and it's like, haha! What if we were we kiss and we were both girls and we liked each other. Unless. So true. <laughs> oh my god, I was mm. she I had a thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> All good. Do we want to start you with have like... a thought? <laughs> yeah, I never Blue. have thoughts. Do we want to go on to like when you realize that maybe something was not, uh-uh, sure. you know, like your gay awakening? Your gay awakening. When was that, besties? I don't think I was ever super straight because I just thought of people as people, and also, um, I've come to realize I've not had a straight friend since till probably college or late high school, like all of my friends have been queer women. <laughs> so, oh, um, cool. um, I don't know if that does something to a child's upbringing and maybe the gays did brainwash me or something because all of my friends were definitely like more outwardly queer before I was, or like more, not like outwardly, like not like, oh my God, I'm so like gay or whatever but more like they weren't averse to it. You know what I mean? So, and then I kind of just went, hmm, maybe. I don't mind kissing any of my friends. All my friends are girls. But I was just like, hmm, maybe that says something about me. And maybe the fact that I don't have guy friends is a thing, but maybe I just never was put into that situation. And the fact that, I mean... Yeah, so maybe I was just influenced by people, maybe, yeah, but maybe it's just, I had so many people around me that I came to realize stuff about myself just 
a lot sooner, I guess. So it's always been a thing for me where it's like, I didn't really care if a person was a girl or a guy. But I definitely thought about guys first, just because there's so much media about it, you know? Like, I don't think as a kid, I saw much like queer representation enough for me to be like, that's the first thing I think about. Like I'm automatically gay, you know? I also think that like, there's actually a very common thing that like queer people tend to accidentally find other queer people, even if neither of them know that they're queer uh they just like flock to each other because the vibes are right you know like that's that's kind of what the gaydar is like it's not necessarily stereotypes or anything it's about like finding like people who are just similar to you at like a very like important level of experience Mm -hmm. yeah like thinking back um i got shit memory so we're gonna start in middle school uh, but like in like eighth grade choir like that's where I met like my best friend in high school and uh we were like like really good friends we spent a lot of time together and stuff like that and like she's queer like yeah um and then oh and then in seventh grade I also had a really good friend who he turned out to be gay which honestly the first the first sign should have been the Nicki Minaj phase the violently intense Nicki Minaj phase. Um, but yeah. Let's go to the beach. Eat. <laughs> Nicki <laughs> But yeah, it's like, it, it just happens. Oh, and then another friend that I've known since high school, like, turned out to be trans. And then another friend that I met later, like, like sophomore, junior year of high school, also turned out to be trans. I'm like, oh, hey. Yeah, me too. That's pretty cool. All of these people are Asian too, I just realized. Wow. That's like me, except for I don't have as many friends. <laughs> I was going to say, my best friend from middle school, not middle school, elementary school, we like formed a little trio with this like white girl. Sorry, she has other personality traits, but like we're not close with her anymore. <laughs> she was white. And then the two of us, like, okay, the two of them, uh, we'll just call them, actually, I'll just, can I just use their names? No one listens. Like, they won't find them. What are the chances that they would listen to this on, like, mm-hmm. yeah. anything? Really like, you swap out the first letter. Yeah. Just, like, well, they sh- and they Abigail. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. I'm realizing I'm not saying anything bad about them either. Anyways. <laughs> My like best friend since third grade, Kristen. And then our little trio had Olivia. She was the white one. Anyways, so I like popped in in third grade, but they had been friends since kindergarten. And as soon as I popped in, I basically just like stole Kristen as my best friend. And we were just like, we just vibed together super duper well. And then as soon as we left college, we both realized that we were really gay. And like, bye. And then Olivia ended up staying to be a really religious white girl. That's very interesting, yeah. We also both realized in high school that we were atheist. Nice. nice. The atheist to gay pipeline. This is what the radical left doesn't want you to know. 
the, it's the chemicals in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm the odd the odd one out here. Is I all, none of my childhood or middle school or high school friends are queer, or maybe they are, but I just don't know it because I don't team up with any of them because I'm really terrible at doing that. Oh, <laughs> that is fair. I feel that. Um, I think for me, the kind of like sense of awakening I guess it was not really like an awakening but more just like a hey what the fuck um because like I got into my first I guess like quote-unquote serious relationship in junior year of high school like I had one before that that was pretty long time but we never really quote-unquote did anything um so this was like this junior year relationship was the first one I had actually like done stuff in and I just noticed, I was like, every time we hung out, he'd be like, let's do, let's like do activities. Like, let's do this. And I'd be like, why? I'm so tired. Like when we would hang out, his idea of what we should do would be like, do sexy time. And my idea was, I'm like, let's take a nap. <laughs> and the, this actually, okay, the way that this actually caused like fights between us kind of like made me realize that something was a little off where I'm like, hey, I feel like when you see me, all you want to do is just, like, have, like, we weren't, like, have, I don't know, I don't know how much TMI this is, but, like, we weren't, like, having sex, but we were, like, doing, like, other miscellaneous activities, and I was just, like, but I feel like every time that we hang out, like, you want to do this, and it's making me feel like this is the only thing you want in the relationship, which I don't know how true or not true that is, or if it's just, like, skewed, because I personally just had no desire for it I'm just like okay we can do this if you want but like I really would rather like take a nap and watch a movie <laughs> and then he'd be like why do you want to sleep all the time and I'm like hey when I'm asleep you don't have to ask me to do things um anyway so that's long story short that's kind of like my was my quote-unquote awakening it was just kind of like realizing that tradition traditional sense or like traditional expectations and relationships like don't work for me oh my god I have so many things to go off of that from because I, I don't know there's just a lot of layers to stuff like that but like yeah I definitely vibe with that too like I think um okay first of all the buy to ace pipeline is fucking real because um like freshman sophomore year of high school I was like you know maybe I'm bi because I don't think I care about like the differences between men and women that much and then I was like online and stuff and I was reading and I accidentally like stumbled upon like asexuality and stuff like that. oh hey that's pretty cool um uh, I like legitimately never considered like sex or relationships or anything like that until like I was like 16 or 17 years old everything before that was just like head empty don't fucking care um, and, uh, then I was like, oh, so, so the reason why it feels like basically the same between genders is because I'm just like not attracted in that way to people. Um, but like, there's also, um, the like experience of being in a relationship and like the, uh, like relationship that two people have with sex and with each other which is very interesting, especially for men and women in relationships with each other, because I mean, like, like, biologically speaking, usually 
people who have higher testosterone levels will have like a higher sex drive. Um, like that's also just one of the side effects of being on HRT testosterone. Um, so there is like that kind of like baseline that's like a slight difference between men and women uh, when it comes to sex. But then there's also like, like men not understanding women's boundaries and pushing for sex a lot or like demanding sex and then also them being socialized to only seek intimacy in sex. I saw something about this very recently actually that like men don't understand that you can have physical intimacy that's not sexual and stuff like that when that's really something that like everyone needs. Um, and then there's also like the, uh, oh my God, I don't remember what it's called, but it's the like pathologization of asexuality, especially in women, which is like the frigid woman or whatever. It's just like, they don't want to have sex and that's like bad and it should be corrected. It's like a hormone imbalance and whatever. But yeah, many much to think about. Yeah. Oh my God. I felt that way about like arrow because I'm like, I never think about people like that. I just think people are cool. Right? I also don't know the difference between romantic and platonic. And we've talked about this before because I feel like there's so many commonalities and interactions. And I've, okay, I've never been in a relationship relationship, but I've done so many of the things with my friends, especially since I'm super physically affectionate. Love language, (laughs) number one for Uh me is physical affection. I feel like a lot of romantic relationships, like you were saying, is very like, like, oh, sex physical affection I feel like I don't see like (laughs) I don't know like I don't know a difference I guess for me but I'm very like this is this and that is that kind of person where like like that's I feel like that's why I'm good at math like this is this I don't know why but this is this and nobody's told me exactly what like romantic is and I just don't see any like clear-cut definitions for me and that makes it really hard for me too because I'm like if I don't have a clear-cut definition that makes it really hard for me to figure things out because I'm I'm not good at between I mean that's really funny because I'm bi but like I'm not very good (laughs) (laughs) between no I I definitely get that though yeah yeah like romance is romance is very very like constructed like, I do think romantic attraction exists as, like, its own concept and experience, but I think romance itself is, like, very fake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like, candle at dinner or whatever. And it's, like, yeah, but you can do that with literally anybody, too. And it could yeah. still be very meaningful if you do it with, like, a yeah. very close friend. It yeah. would just be, like, a little bit different. Exactly. For me, but I just see, like, okay. love as love, you know? And I'm not very good at, like, putting love into boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Rennell, have you ever heard of queer platonic relationships? Um, no, but I feel like that's very straightforward. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, it's like kind of like very straightforward, like just the word like queer platonic where it's like friends, but like it's different. Um, technically speaking, they're like, it's just a general expression for any type of relationship with someone that isn't categorized as just friends or like a significant other or whatever. Um Wait, this is such a cute fun fact, but sometimes people in QPRs would call their partners um, zucchinis or something like that, which I think is really adorable. I don't remember why that's a thing, but I remember reading about that. I was like, that's really cute. Um, but like, so yeah, it's, it's basically any kind of non-normative relationship with like a partner of any kind, like a friend or whatever. And it's pretty cool because you could just make it yours. I like that. Yeah. Sorry, a quick tangent question. Did like those 
does the like, queer platonic relationship or like perceived queer platonic relationships ever like affect you as a kid because I think is that's the like, one thing I like re- like learned a lot about because I was on the internet a lot as a kid I don't know if y'all were on the internet much as as like a preteen but like Dan and Phil oh my god yeah like I would I'm not to speak for themselves but like I definitely perceived that as like a more than friends less than lovers sort of thing whereas just like they were just like Dan Phil and I feel like that also like really like I don't want to say skewed that's not the right way but just like affected like my view on relationships with others and just like a lot of those other like kind of like YouTube relate like YouTube relationships that's actually so true I didn't think because I haven't thought about Dan and Phil in a hot second I haven't watched <laughs> them in years back. they just made Wait, a new really? video where they <gasps> go to each other's hometowns back. that's so oh, cool what? they came back we should watch it after this it's like a 24 minute video and it's really oh cute and they go back to their like really rural towns and they can now talk about how they're like openly gay and how like they're like oh this is where I like had a gay panic or something that's so funny oh my god yeah wait that's actually so cool though because like I definitely did not think about that but in hindsight that's probably close to what they were um because they were like at the time either like uh in some kind of like between stage of friends and more than friends um while like not you know being like openly being like we are boyfriends and stuff like that but yeah that's that's very interesting and also, like, I only just realized, like, last month or whatever, that my relationship with Alicia is, like, very much so a queer platonic relationship. And it's just, like, yeah, like, that's very similar to, like, Dan and Phil, because we just act like we're married and we live together and are, like, yeah, we are going to live together for as long as possible. That's so cute. Yeah. Oh. People are always, like, are you going to study abroad? I'm, like, no, because I wouldn't live with Alicia <laughs> no you didn't Alicia. you just have to go abroad together yeah yeah that's what I've heard <laughs> that's so fun when are you two gonna get you two famous and have a ambiguous relationship <laughs> oh so true yeah now we'll have the Asian rep for that yes yes Move yes aside Markiplier mm-hmm. this is just a ball I feel like this is also maybe something to touch on would be like the gay community and like the people who watch, like grew up watching those like gamer or like weird quirky oh my YouTubers. god yes and then also Special just like interest. people with mental health disorders no like, the I way that like, for now and I did the same hand motion that's also mental illness like I feel like there's a fun try Venn diagram here and the overlap is very large yeah oh absolutely <laughs> yeah wait but yeah well we're like you're like you know like middle school or whatever era of like interests that are you know in hindsight a little bit fruity ayo warrior cats oh my god warrior cats yes i got all of them i got warrior cats i got percy jackson Percy um harry potter i don't know if harry potter counts it's almost really basic at this point but i feel like at that time it feels like it um i was the fairy, the fairy, the rainbow, the rainbow yes, fairy. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the what? The like Scarlet the Garnet Fairy, I think was the first book. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I had so many of them. 
And I feel like that really <laughs> was a key indicator <laughs> that something was not straight. Yeah. Yeah, mine were like, uh, I think the biggest interest that I had were Warrior Cats, Percy Jackson. Um, Dan and Phil, Markiplier, and Jack Septiceye. On top of the warning to you, laddie. Is that why you have green yeah. hair now? I like Jack Septiceye. I didn't get into Markiplier. I don't though. know. Really? Oh my god, I love Markiplier. Um, like, I don't. I haven't really watched cool. him in a while, though. Yeah, same. It's kind of funny because, like, I think I stopped watching them around the time that I started, like, actively realizing that things were not, things were afoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I started watching this, like, white straight YouTuber from Colorado named Christian. So I don't know what that says about life. <laughs> getting in touch with your, your masculine. That's awesome. So true. <laughs> Diversity? Yes, connect. Connect with other men. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those were my main. Yeah, Warriors and Percy Jackson were so big. This I also had a Pokemon really... phase. Oh, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is going to sound really shameful, but I did have a Hitalia phase when I was in middle school. That's like so that. valid. It, it, it like do that. be like that. I will just say, I wasn't one of the ones that was like racist. I just like making <laughs> fan art. That's so cute. That's mm-hmm. it. I just thought they were cute. As long as it was just a phase, you're valid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sometimes I still look at it and go, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. It'd be like that. I'm like, rewatching it with my friends. Look, the concept of the show is actually great, and it's a fun tool for learning history. Mm-hmm. The way that the characters were developed and caricatured not very cool yeah no wait that reminds me the fandom is not very cool yeah yes was fan fiction also a great part of your life growing up okay yeah same here (laughs) wait trace did you read or write i did both i I got into wattpad in middle school and i have a thousand followers for my fucking percy jackson fan fiction it's so trash it's trash i was on i was on fanfiction.net and I, I didn't wrote, like that website. <laughs> <laughs> so valid. AO3. Oh my god. AO3. Role playing. Did you role play as a child? I did role I play. S- oh my god. From fourth grade until like ninth or tenth grade, I religiously used Google Plus and I would role play on Google Plus. Oh my god. Life is paying an app for it. Oh my god. I had a role playing app. Yeah. Go K. Yeah. Oh, this is bringing up so many shameful memories. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Abby, what were your special interests? Mm, I think, okay, one, I was really interested in Percy Jackson, too. I read a lot of fan fiction on what passed. Uh, Sorry, I did not like fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I don't know. I feel like I just, like, was weirdly really obsessed with like cartoon characters and like very specific ones and I'd be like huh no that's totally everyone's favorite character like when I would watch Hercules I'd be like yeah Meg is objectively the best character all of the rest of those like why would you watch the movie for anyone else because you're you're in that movie you're right her song you're right beautiful Mm -hmm. 
Uh, what else? Who else? Mm, I'm trying to think. I feel like when I watched Mulan, I like super rooted for them to get oh together while she was like soldier. Mulan was revolutionary. Yeah. There was so much sexual tension. <laughs> the whole time. Sh- Shang is so yeah. bisexual. It's yeah. insane, actually. Yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Does anime count? Sometimes I think that anyone who's super into anime or K-pop, I'm like, are you gay? Yeah. It's like, you're um, a little bit too interested in this. Are you? I feel like it depends wanna... on the anime, though. It mm-hmm. does. Like, if you're just into Naruto, then like, no. No. Very basic. Owen and Yellow Serpent. LOL. LOL, LOL, LOL. <laughs> that was a direct cough. <laughs> no. He just happens to be super into Naruto, I know. Yeah. What's the timestamp? We're going to tell him to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For this exact Sorry, time. Owen. <laughs> Any girl who's super into K-pop girl groups? Oh, that's, yeah. That's me. Liter- I think, like, 80% of girls. girl group, 80%, no, maybe not 80, but, like, 60% of girl group fan, fan bases are, like, lesbian or bi girls or like mm-hmm. sapphic people mm-hmm. yeah God, i love the term sapphic people it's such a pretty term it is very base of her name to be sappho i think that's just like you know mm-hmm. yeah i think it's also very gay of people to like haikyuu oh yeah <laughs> it's very gay of people oh wait yeah okay <laughs> Kale also really likes Haikyuu. I literally have a the fly bit. <laughs> above my bed. Yeah, hey, yo, it's who's really your big. Who's your favorite? My favorite in the whole show. Mm-hmm. How does do you it, pick does, one? Does my favorite tell me how gay I am? It might tell you what kind of gay you are. Okay, you because it's about to tell me what how how gay and what type of gay. Because my favorite character is Oikawa. Oh, oh that's so gay. fucking gay, girl. That's so good. <laughs> But it's also part of my trash taste. Ayo, anyone Ayo. who watches Jujutsu Kaisen? Um, Sukuna and Mahiro. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm on the Sukuna train and also the Gojo and Nanami. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Anyway, yeah. anime men. Anime, yeah. Yeah. My favorite in Haikyuu is... Oh my god, it's so hard to say because it's either Tsukishima or Bokuto. Which are oh my so, gay. so, yeah, that's is so gay. He's so gay. So gay. Huh. Tsukishima is like the definition of just like gay panic, though. Mm-hmm. He's gay panic just... and homophobic gay in one. Yeah. 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 Both of those characters, my gay friends also like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also like got exposed to someone who was like, Bokto is trans. And I was just like, ah. Uh, that's going to be in my head rent-free until I die. <laughs> right now, who's your favorite Haikyuu character? I told you, Zaikawa. Oh, was Okay, I didn't hear you. Yeah. Oh, I very cool. Solidarity. Well, we can't be the same. Who's your second favorite? My second favorite is Kuro. Oh, I knew it! I love Kuro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really just am that type of gay, huh? Yeah. Um, I haven't watched all of Haikyuu, to be quite honest. Like, I never super got into it, but I do That's enjoy okay. it when I watch it. And I did watch, mm-hmm. do a lot of, see a lot of the art because I was 
super into art as a child and you know anime just infiltrates any kind of art oh yeah and yeah um I would say my second um I'm gonna have to pull up all their pictures give me a second (laughs) wait I want to I want to make guesses, but I don't know how accurate it would be. Okay, go for it. I feel like it might be Asahi. I feel like it might be Suga. Who? Suga? Oh, su- oh true. It's not Suga. Oh. oh. Is it I Kageyama? For- huh? Is it Kageyama? Oh. Okay. <laughs> You not. Oh, yeah, I was one of the main ones. Mm. He's, He's pretty cool. Dumpy. He's pretty cool. Um, let me. I'm trying to. Aone. Oh wait, the guy with no eyebrows. Yeah, I think. He's wait, I love cute. him. He's so cute. I think he's so cute. He's so funny. He's so cute. There are a lot of really cute panels of him in the manga that are like, you know, like the kind of like chibi or like, like simplified cute style. It's, I yeah. don't know. I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, we like himbos and assholes. Yeah. That's why I guess Asaki, I was just like tall himbo. Like, I think Renell would like the tall himbo. You're right. But asshole <laughs> comes first. That's why. Oh, so fair. So fair. Let's see where all my trust tastes are. Okay, never mind. Oh we can keep talking about gay. Yes. We have a different anime podcast and talk about trash taste there. We should. We should have a Haikyuu podcast, honestly. We could. Oh my god, we could. <laughs> do you watch Haikyuu? <laughs> no, I do not watch very many animes. Actually, I don't really watch anime in general. I watch... Um, I have I go through phases sometimes. <coughs> Every three years, I have a burning desire to rewatch Yu-Gi-Oh from start to finish. Oh my gosh! LOL. Yeah. The original. Yeah. That's super gay. Thank you. Seto Kaiba is so gay. I know. It's so hot. <laughs> Yeah, I watch it for Kylo. Uh, have you noticed ways in which being queer and Asian have interacted in your life? Oh, what a good question. Mulan. Yay! Yay. I think there was like the first time that I noticed something about like, um, not necessarily like queerness, but like I think genders in being Asian was in high school when middle school, oh no, high school, definitely high school was when, um, for context, I was friends with a lot of Asian people, or at least like was forced to be in contact with a lot of Asian people because I was in like this math program. So everyone's parents just was like, hey, you should do sign up for this. So we were just all grouped together for like six years of our lives. Um, but like at some point in high school, I noticed it was like this shift where Chinese boys would just not want to interact with like Asian girls and would just carry more interest for like, um, particularly like white girls and like 
Latina girls. Um, which was very interesting and also a little bit like, mm, you guys are fucking cringe for that. But yeah, that was like the first time that I noticed something about uh, being Asian and just the existing of genders interacting. I should note that this did not happen with my friends who either turned out to be trans or gay. <laughs> Those people were still interested in being friends with Asian women. Mm. Based. So, you know, fuck the... So people who are friends with Asian women are queer. <laughs> <laughs> so true! Yeah. I have some surprising news for a couple of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this yeah. is coming out, and I'm telling you you're coming out. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to be friends with me, you have to be gay. <clears throat> yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you're probably friends with one of us. Oh, which means true. you are gay now. Diversity. Everyone is gay. This reminds me of like those like drug commercials that you see on like cable where it's like, have you ever something, something, something like this drug? Did you experience this side effect where it's like, have you ever been friends with an Asian woman? Are you now <laughs> gay? <laughs> <laughs> You can get compensation. Call TSR done now. <laughs> Ayo, Perfect. maybe I'm the queer trigger for my friends. All my gay friends are white women. But to be fair, I grew up in a very white community. So, um, like, I had zero Asian friends until college. So I guess I was just like, if I can't have Asian friends, I guess I will have queer friends. I will make them queer. That's the best move. I also got them to eat Asian food, and now they, I think one of them has, like, a hot pot pot at their house, lol. Wait, that's so good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I was done being embarrassed with my food. I said, you're going to like it. <laughs> What's up with, like, the, oh, this is kind of off topic, but I think it's kind of funny, but, like, people will be, like, shaming, like, ethnic foods, and then it's just, like, 80% of white people food can be described as bread with meat on it. 80%. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. I feel like more than 80% even. Like, <laughs> Understandable. Can you give me examples? I was thinking of like hot dogs and hamburgers and like pizza Sandwiches. kind of. Oh, Sandwiches. I was thinking pasta. <laughs> oh, no. Pasta's, pasta is its own <laughs> tier. <laughs> Pasta is objectively not a bread, I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I could think of. It was just a grain. All right. Anyway. Or like, like a carb. Mm-hmm. Like a white carb with like a meat on it. But rice is a carb. And I was like, that's a lot of Asian food. Yeah, it's a lot of Asian food then. Yeah. You know how much stir fry goes we with do. rice? <laughs> yeah. You know how many stir fry lo mains? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, wait. Uh, going back to gay. Like, I think another time where I like viscerally realized that like being Asian and being queer was interacting was like when I started watching sea dramas, like especially the untamed. I love like wuxia or um xinxia uh sea dramas because they just have that aesthetic you know chinese men 
pretty Chinese men with long hair and like robes and shit. Yeah. And they like fight and shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's so cool. You don't see that in white America. Um, but then I was just like, huh. And like the untamed is gay as hell, even though it's censored, it's still so gay. And I was like, that's pretty cool. These Chinese guys, they're gay. And they also got like long hair and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's like, it's also like the first time that like I ever saw like gay Chinese people. Because like you don't see gay Chinese people in the United States pretty much anywhere. Ooh. I don't have much to add to this question. That's okay. <laughs> I was thinking we could probably move on to like, like maybe like the coming out one. Sure. Like, did you ever come out? Uh, how did it go? Or like, why no come out? <clears throat> oh, I forgot I was not on mute. Sorry. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Renelle, you want to go? I can go first. Tell me if I'm talking too much. I'm a naturally talkative person, though. No problem. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever come out, but because I've never been closeted, because I, by the time I decided, like, this is what I am, I was just like, I don't care if anybody knows. Um, I maybe I've had the privilege to grow up in a very welcoming environment, considering all my friends are gay, and I didn't, like, all the friends I was friends with, like, have been super welcoming about that. And then my family, my uncle is gay and he had a boyfriend literally 2003 until they broke up and he still has some right now. And my family has accepted him. They did call him his roommate. So they weren't like accepting accepting, but they didn't care. And he would still get invited to all of our family functions, you know? So I've never had like, so I think I'm very privileged in the fact that I've never been in a super homophobic environment, especially like with the people that I love. And like my grandma, like old Asian grandma, right? Maybe it's the fact that her son is also gay, but I've had discussions with her where she's like, okay, she's biphobic, but she's like, you can have women or you can have men. You can't have both because that's too much. That's too much for one person to have. And I was like, okay. And um, she's also talked to my sister. She's like, do you think Renelle's a lesbian? Because she has new guy friends but she still loves me and she hasn't made any indication that she wouldn't. And she still loves my uncle like almost the most. And so, yeah, so I've never had to come up but I've never had to hide the fact that I'm gay considering that I've come, I, like I, I've been in a very welcoming environment. And so like I would, I, I don't know if I would like specifically say to anybody if I, like if I am gay or not, like, Maybe I would give it as a primer to my parents first because I like before I bring somebody home who isn't like a man, but like um, like a straight white man, not a straight white man, but like a straight man. I don't need to add the white part. They don't like that part. But <laughs> um, I mean, okay, they don't mind that part because my sister has a white boyfriend. But like um, anyways, like I would I would like have a formal coming out to them, I guess, or my family just so that my partner wouldn't be um. And like, and my parents would like, would have time to process it, you know, and so that they would be able to think through and have the best reaction for my partner. Cause I do love my parents. And I think my parents are very loving people and my family is, but I would, I don't want to put them in a situation where like their first reaction is going to be their reaction to my partner. Like, you know, so yeah, TLDR. Um, I've, a very, I've been very blessed with um, 
welcoming friends and family and loving people and that I never had to come out. And I'm never, I'm not, open. I don't think I'm very straight. I don't know if before I specifically said I was bi, if any one of you thought I was straight, but I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. My friends have told me that I'm straight passing, but I don't know if I am, but I've never hid the fact or hid anything, I don't think. I don't really like pay attention to like some people will be like I don't even know actually like sometimes when people like meet new people they like try to like like figure things out about that I don't do that shit I'm too stupid and brainless to do that I just live my life and then uh one day I learn something and then I like I'm like oh and then I think back and I'm like oh so yeah connect the dots <laughs> yeah 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 same Actually, I feel like they go off the running assumption that everyone's a little bit bi. Oh, me too. I would say so too. Yeah. And then when they tell me, like, I I don't know if I assume that everyone's a little bit like bisexual or biromantic or just like generally bi. Actually, I have an exception to that rule and it's cishet white men. Um, Yes, that's a little bit personal. I just don't, I despise cishet white men who are like, like people ones that are like explicitly homophobic it's like whatever you like at least you're confident but it's the cishet white men who are cishet but they'll be like oh maybe i'm a little bit but i'm like shut the fuck up like because they're literally baiting anyway yeah that was personally fueled yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go off Very running cool. assumption that anyone that i would voluntarily interact with is a little bit by because I don't think I ever put myself in a situation other than like being in Carlson where I have to interact with the heterosexual like white men. Understandable. I feel like I always find out on accident. Like I'll do the thing, right? It's not on purpose, but it happens so often. When I'm talking about something about their like romantic life, so, like, for example, if I was talking to her right now, I'd be like, so do you, like, what are your prospects? Like, oh, my gosh, you're going to grow up one day, get old, and you're going to have yourself a beautiful husband or wife. And then usually they'll correct me. Hey, he's <laughs> trying to like be an ally here. Is right. <laughs> yeah, because I, I always, like, say something more heteronormative and then just be like, or something else. And, like, sometimes it works. And they're like, yeah, I'm gay as hell. And I'm like, cool. Oh, my yeah. God. And then. Sorry, you can go. No, you're not good. I was done speaking. Okay, it's a side topic, but Julia, my my roommate of like from last year and who's now my best friend, but um, literally I feel like a few months into meeting each other, I was talking about she. Okay, here's another gay Shira. But anyways, I was talking about Shira, and she was immediately oh. like, "Are you gay?" And I was just like, "Did you know?" <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's another Shira very gay. Shira. Ain't nobody cishet that watches Shira. Yeah. It's yeah. physically impossible. Yeah. I don't think I like come out to people because my brain just like is not the type of brain to be like, I'm going to intentionally tell people news in my life. Like I remember like sometimes like I'll like tell Alicia something that like three weeks after it happened or whatever she'd be like why didn't you tell me I'd be like 
I forgot. I don't know. It didn't. It literally does not cross my mind to just tell people things. Or sometimes it's just because I'm mentally ill and anxiety is like, you're not going to tell people things because then you will spontaneously combust and die. Yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I'm, I also don't exactly like closet myself. If you can't tell from the LED lights, the flag and the cat ear headphones and the everything about me. Um, and also my social media, but it's just like, I don't like, like coming out to people and telling people things, but that's also because I'm mentally ill and anxiety sucks. Um, but I do have like fun journeys with my parents, Chinese immigrants who are not very hip and with the kids. Um, this is actually so, this is a funny gay anecdote, but uh, like, it was either earlier this year or last year, like 2020, um, where my mom was talking about how she went to this workshop and it was led by a woman with like short blue hair or whatever. Um, and like, she would say the word partner instead of boyfriend or husband or whatever. And my mom was like, she's definitely lesbian. And I was sitting there with my short ass hair that I chopped off in June, 2020. And like, yeah, yeah, so true. That's a lesbian. You got her. Mom gaydar. <laughs> yeah. That, so that was really funny to me. Um, but I actually like during COVID, like 2020, um, I tried like going on HRT on my own, like through Planned Parenthood. And then I was like, hey, uh, this won't like get billed to my parents, right? And they were like, no, it probably won't. and then it got billed to my parents. So that was a whole thing. Um and they're not like super bad or anything, but it's just like they're a little bit not not very fun about it um but you know gradual progress oh that is the only time of like coming or like being outed that, that's not even coming out that's just being outed but yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. otherwise no I don't really come out to people I'm just like what's up Woo. what other You're questions like- oh, oh darn no no go ahead I was going to say, I feel like for me, it kind of depends on who you ask. It's like, I don't know, everyone at college, like, I'm like, kind of similar to you too, like right now, Trace, I don't really like make any effort to like hide it, but I don't ever make any effort to like, be like, hello, it's nice to meet you. Did you know that I am asexual? Like, wow, so fun. Um, but also like, I'll do that thing where I just something happens. And I'm like, that's so queer. I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking gay. Like, you know, just like one-off comments, especially in like, places where I know there are like other queer people where you can like make jokes about that sort of thing like shared experiences um but I also feel like it's just not something that's like at least to me it's not something that I feel is like integral to my identity um like I think there's other parts of me that are more important and so just like being queer being ace is not something that like comes up on like a regular basis I guess or what I feel like it's important for people to know about me specifically like for me it's more important just that like my partner knows and that like our communication and that is like sound and then for like the bi part I it's just because I personally am not super comfortable with it yet so I don't know exactly how to like describe myself and then I feel like when I describe myself uh, my cat is meowing so loudly um 
Um, but I feel like if I ever like tried to come out, I guess, as like bi or anything like that, people would just be like, you've been in relationships with straight men your entire life. And I'd be like, and? And what? Um, but like, I've, I guess it's just like that fear of just like being invalidated, I guess, by others. Like if you were to come out, that would just like hurt so much more, I feel like. So it's just like kind of the thing where it's just like, it's not important. It's something I'm figuring out myself and I can continue to figure out myself. Um, but yeah, so all my friends pretty much know about it. I feel like my parents don't know. They will never know because it's not important for them and they are super religious and they I know they probably still love me, but it might be awkward and I'm not prepared yeah. for that. Yeah. So, so yeah, it'll be a secret for them. As long as I date straight men, then it won't be a problem. And I should be with a straight man for the rest of my life. So hopefully that sounded Woo! really sappy anyway. Okay, I'm done talking now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, from personal Ooh. experience, it is definitely more awkward. Um, it'll be generally normal. And like my parents still like, yeah, it's like about the same. It's just that there is this elephant in the room of like, I'm a gay little shit and I look like it. And it's a miracle that my parents are like, we should not tell other people in the Chinese American community um, because I look like this at this point. Um, if they don't know, that's kind of on them. It's really on them, actually. It's very on them. <laughs> I'm like, anyway. all your relatives be asking about having fucking babies? Like, no, yeah. go away. I don't even have to be gay to not want to do that. Right? Like, uh, also, the ace thing, it's also, like, very uh, not fun to, like, talk to people about being ace or arrow because they're like, what does that mean? Or they'll automatically assume it's like, so you don't love anyone? Or it's like, so you don't ever have sex? It's like, no, shut the fuck up, stupid ass. And it's like, I don't have the energy to talk about that with someone all the time because it's always the same conversation. Literally, like, I'll say it and they'll be like, aren't you dating someone? And I'm like, and? Yeah, what does that have to do with it, <laughs> bitch? Happy, did you go yet? Oh, oh, I have not gone. Um, I feel like I'm not like out, but I'm not like in the at least like in college. I'm not like in the closet. When I go home, it's a different story because my parents are also very religious, and they would disown me. They are not afraid. They, based on past experiences with other children, they will disown me. So yeah, I feel like. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's also why I'm scared of women because I was just like, I don't want to be disowned yet. So maybe I'll just start dating a ton of women once I'm like out of college because then I won't worry as much about it or off my parents' health care. So TBD. Maybe I will get gayer at 26. Hell yeah. It's right, never too right late for a gay age. awakening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um other than that I feel like in college it just comes up because it's just like oh yeah haha women are so cool but also I am forever alone and that's the joke I love that meme that is just like um damn son how come you don't got a girlfriend it's like he buy 
Fuck, how does it go? I need to find the phrasing. Oh my god. I'm losing. Oh my god, it's get a girlfriend, son, or a boyfriend. He's bi. Damn, nobody want you for real. I'm saying, like, you know the one? It's the mom and dad, like, arguing over the son. It's, I'm gonna post it in the Casa Discord right now. This is the funniest meme in the fucking world. Get a girlfriend, son, or a boyfriend. He's bi. Damn, nobody want you for real. <laughs> I'm saying, like. Uh -huh. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's how I feel every day. Love this meme. Good meme. I don't know what we were talking about. Yeah, I mean, I guess that that's a good point. Um, I'm looking at the time. I think we've been recording for like an hour and a half. Oh, eleven No way. No way. That's uh, we started not real. at ten thirty. Did we? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, anyway, we've been. Yeah, we should maybe think about wrapping. I don't know if we have any like parting words for the community. Be gay, be Asian, do crime, and do crime. do crime. Yay! Yay! Thanks okay. for listening. I hope Thanks, this everyone. made you gayer. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe homophobic. That's pretty funny too. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe both. If it if did you, both, yeah. W. Then, yeah, you're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> yeah. If you ever see us in the community, feel free to come up, say hi. If you need a, a, a <laughs> gay big sibling to guide yeah. you, if you're a little yeah. baby gay, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think you. I count as a big sibling. If you're, yeah, if you're, a, a, if you're a big... If you're a big to... mature gay, please offer us help. I am a little small gay. If you're a woman, if any of you are interested, um, everyone else except me is is available and in the market. Mm -hmm. So true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you got to know all of us a little bit more intimately. All right. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.